Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful Wrestling Podcast. It is April 17th. We got Monday Night Raw to talk about. If you guys missed some of the shows last week, uh, the Matt Riddle and Shane Helm shows are now open to non-members. If you want early access to those Matt Riddle and Shane Helm shows in the future, register for free at Fightful.com. No credit card required, no money required, absolutely free. Last week, uh, Shane and I talked about wrestling journalism from a wrestler's standpoint, some things that he liked, that he didn't like, that he wished people would do better, and I kind of I, I retorted some of them. The Matt Riddle show, I, I, I pulled Matt Riddle's covers last week. I had Stokely Hathaway do a run-in on Matt Riddle, and you can see that over at Fightful.com. Of course, we had the uh, UFC on Fox post-show as well. Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson is a bad man, you all. The best fighter I've ever seen. And of course, this morning, Anna Bauert's most ridiculous released. Uh, a little bit of news. She will be taking next week off. She'll be back the week after that. Just wanted to give her a little break. It's a full-time job just to edit that. And of course, uh, this morning we debuted our new MMA show with Patrick the Predator Cote, uh, Ultimate Fighter alumni, former UFC title challenger, just retired Last weekend, he's joined Fightful.com along with Elias Theodoru who had his fight announced. Sean Pearson, Frank Trigg, Matt Riddle, Shane Helms. We're bringing the goods, you guys. Some of those goods come from a man named Alexander Pawlowski. He is the associate editor at Fightful.com. Lead wrestling writer, too. Now, Alex, this was a fairly slow news day would you say outside of the dash injury i would say that yeah the dash injury which r.i.p my heart uh yeah that really put a damper on the day for me but other than that basically all you got is the rock wearing a pikachu costume and that's pretty cool i wouldn't consider this a slow raw i enjoyed the hell out of this raw even the stuff that i thought was kind of shitty I still found a little bit of entertainment in. 
Well, that's good. That's good. Not, I, like I say, is every week on a three-hour show, you're going to have ups and downs. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things where after the superstar shakeup, I think you and I both agree that SmackDown came out of that looking the best. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for tomorrow to have my final uh, thing of what what the WWE is now after you know, after after the soup shake post we're living in a post soup shake era Sean Rothsap and I'm 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 suspending you know what I think this is gonna be for a little while trying to figure out what it's like but so far I'm liking what I'm seeing so far I am too I, I tweeted last night that I was anticipating a pretty good week in WWE programming because, you know, we're, we're going to see some new stuff, which I, ironically, what what we're probably going to end up seeing is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Dean Ambrose and The Miz, which is... We'll talk about that. Not different. But uh, I thought this was a, a strong showing. I'm going to write a column probably this week judging who did what for the superstar shakeup. Uh, before anybody comes out and does a podcast saying, we think it's the, the, the trades are real. No, we, we get it. They're, they're not. That seems to be a popular thing among uh, detractors. They're like, they think this is real. Aww. It's weird, man. It's weird, man. And no, it's not who you all think it is. It's something else that I was sent. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody whose name I would ever mention. Right. Um. Braun Strowman, this was the Braun Strowman show. And Alex, I know you were all up in your triggers. I was. About Roman Reigns this weekend. He was not on this show. He wasn't. I fully expected him to be on this show right up until the ring broke. Spoiler alert for those of you who haven't watched Robert or somehow watching this. Um, but but I fully expected him to do the, you know, like, you know, stagger out, limp out with his shoulder all taped up and do what he did basically on the fight on the uh on the house shows but i was very surprised for pleasantly surprised that they had the restraint to to move on without him for at least one week uh but because braun deserves this as i yeah. as i did an investigative report the, over the over the weekend um it's impossible for a human being to lift an ambulance i don't know if anybody out there knew that but so the only two options are that he didn't really lift it or that he's superhuman. And I'm going to go with B. Braun should have never lost to Roman Reigns. Oops. He should have won the Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. Braun Strowman should be the guy. Yep. The guy. And if he were related to The Rock, I think he would be. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a decent hypothesis you, you're putting forward. Strowman comes out, he gets a pretty nice reaction. He got some subsequently like loud but mixed reactions as he bragged about injuring Roman Reigns. Now, Roman Reigns was on the live events. They're not going to pull him from the live events. He's at least going to show up there. Right. Uh, Kurt Angle comes out and announces that Reigns will face Strowman at payback. Strowman wants more competition or else. First things first, payback. Do you think Strowman gets his win back, or do you think they really solidify that Roman Reigns, this guy. Everything I'm hearing is that they're going to do a Strowman-Lesnar program in the summer, which means if you're going to do that, then Braun has to win this match at payback. I think he Um, he needs to win against Lesnar, too. Well, to be honest, honest, I say say to hell with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar next year. (laughs) 
Yeah, make it do. make it the trilogy. Make that the trilogy. Make Reigns and Strowman three, if yeah. anything, because yeah. Strowman is that guy. People like him, or they hate him. And Roman Reigns, people like them, or they hate them. But the people who hate Roman Reigns love Braun Strowman, and vice versa. Yeah. That is, and Brock Lesnar. Now we don't know what's going to happen between now and then, but by all means, that will be the last match on his contract, at least his current contract. We've right. seen how he performs in the last matches of his contract prior. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think they're definitely going to have the Reigns versus Lesnar at Mania of 34, but uh, it'll be fun getting there as long as uh, Braun is the third wheel in that uh, pairing. Um, as long as he's there doing this stuff, because what he's doing is so great. Um, and you know, there's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff yet to be mined with this guy and just, you know, throwing him out there to beat everyone, but Roman is not the the way to, to best utilize him. It's transparent. Yeah. It's very transparent and insulting. Uh, so hopefully he gets that win because he as a character and he has a performer and he as a person Showing how much he's improved, I think I think he deserves that. Samoa Joe submitted Chris Jericho. Uh, the funniest thing was Michael Cole saying, "The Raw exclusive pay per view." No, uh, well, two of the champions on the show are from SmackDown. Mm-hmm. You could argue that the two top title matches on this show are SmackDown matches. Right. Here's the other thing that's really funny. Um, not only is the WWE title, which is a SmackDown title, um, being defended on the show in the House of Horrors match, which we'll get to. But the U.S. title is being defended on the show for the right to go to SmackDown. Like, the winner of that match gets to go to SmackDown. That's the reward that they get. So what happened is SmackDown acquired the United States champion, Mm -hmm. whoever that may be. Right. That's just what happened. Now, and they did. They kept uh, Randy Orton off this show. They kept Kevin Owens off this show. So they're doing a couple weeks of buildup without the other person. I'm cool with that. I like that. Less is more sometimes. And I, hey, less is a, is a hell of a lot more when you're talking Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt. Oh. Give me as little of that as possible. Mm. <laughs> as very little. <laughs> yeah. As we found out, though, last week, it was, like, I guess Bray Wyatt was a last minute moved to Raw, so this build-up for the House of Horrors match was supposed to last all the way until May 21st. I mean, God, we're already sick of it, and it's just two more weeks of it. Can you mentioned three more? There were a lot of people saying that Reigns was supposed to switch and AJ was supposed to switch. I was told that neither one of those two in particular were supposed to switch. Bray, I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't get confirmed if he was the last-minute switch or not, but I was told Reigns and Styles, at no point were they supposed to regardless of what anybody else heard. Um, by the way, your boy called it ring break. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, this Jericho Owens or Jericho Joe match fundamentally sound as expected. Sure. Crowd was hot early and Columbus needs something to cheer about right now. So yeah. Uh, Jericho looked like he was struggling to keep that wall of Jericho on yeah. Joe though. He was having a tough time with that one. Yeah. No, I, I, I like I like both these guys. I love I love that we you know we can cheer for Jericho now uh, because we're supposed to. 
not feel bad about it or be like we're being snarky, but that he's not the baby face that he was before his heel turn last spring. Like that guy, the guy who was out there getting people to chant Rudy Tootie Booty, that guy's long gone. That guy's long gone, and we get to actually love this guy for who he is, and it's it's a lot of fun. And Samoa Joe gets to be the destroyer. He still gets to be that guy. I can't remember which catchphrase it was. It may have been Rudy Tootie Booty that he said he thought was going to just catch on, and it didn't. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Joe gets a coquina clutch, and he holds it in for a long time, and then Jericho finally taps. I like that. That's a different ending than what we usually see, and that's all I ask for. I just want to see something a little bit different on a wrestling show. Uh, This show had quite a bit of that. Rollins was on commentary. He's a pretty personable dude in that, like, kind of funny thing. But I'm probably going to boo him forever if he and AJ Styles and Xavier Woods don't do that damn Madden final. Yeah. Because it's been months. Well, waited for the Madden finals, and I don't have them yet. They they, got to get Rollins over to SmackDown for a taping soon, I guess. Because, you know, I guess they could all go to each other's houses. You know, AJ, come on, guys, come over here. We're playing Madden. But, I mean, I don't think that uh, that's going to happen anytime soon, unfortunately. Um, I will say that they need to have somebody that Joe is feuding with all the time that he can scream into a mic at them. Because the stuff that he used to do at NXT where he would just yell regal at the top of his lungs, and I actually really loved the way that he sold Seth Rollins. That was great. That's keep doing that. Um, I I love Samoa Joe. I love everything that he brings to the table. Um, and this match should be fun. This is the match we we're supposed to get back at Fast Lane. Um, I think that that Joe is ready to really show what he can do now. Uh, another guy who got left off of uh, Mania when he probably shouldn't have, uh, and now he's got another sh- chance to uh, show what he can do. And I'm looking forward to that. Joe cut the promo on the mic. I hate it. I hate it when they say you see. Yeah. You see? Come on, playboy. You're better than that. What are you doing? He's mad that Stephanie got hurt. He says it's personal. Seth Rollins, though, obviously in the good graces of the WWE because he got to use the main event curse word. Yep. The fabled main event curse word. He got to say bitch. Mm Mm-hmm. Only special people get to do that. Anderson and Greg Gallows are backstage. <laughs> they see the drifter. <laughs> and Anderson just nods at him. <laughs> see, I, I really was hoping they'd like they 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 they'd see him there and they walk past him, and as they get past him, they just do one of these <sighs> and just keep moving. Just, <laughs> Because everybody hates the drifter. You you can't he doesn't go along face or uh heel alignments. Everyone hates I don't the understand the significance of this, but I was cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm down. Not as down as I was with Braun Strowman just murdering Golden Truth backstage. Yes. Yeah. That was that, cool. That's what or else is. Or else is Braun attacks the people you didn't have any plans for anyway. Yeah. Uh, Braun refused to leave also in that Golden Truth thing. We got cameos from Adam Pierce, Jamie Noble, and Finley. 
Later, he is seen dragging Kalisto through the backstage If I believe it, he's coming with me. And he says, <laughs> Roman Reigns is trash, and now so are you, and throws him in the trash can. This was phenomenal. Oh. But to play devil's advocate here, if I'm Kalisto and somebody comes up to me and pitches this, I say the following. Fuck off. <laughs> That's exactly what I say. There are plenty of men larger than Kalisto that Braun could easily drag through the backstage and toss in the thing, you know? Uh, it was great. It was phenomenal. There's no shame in it. I'm just saying. Right. This is the thing is yeah. that it's I, if, if you have no plans for the guy and when his contract's up, you're going to release him anyway. Fine. Yeah. But if you draft this, if you get this guy to come from SmackDown where he never should have been to begin with over to Raw and he's not immediately on 205 Live, I don't know what you're doing. You know, like this is a guy yeah. who you. You saw enough in that you said, let's make him U.S. champ for a while. And he's had good matches in the past. I don't, like, now he's got a, medi- a ready-made thing that he can do, and they're not putting him there. Instead, they're having him, Braun, just drag him to the back, which, again, hilarious, but maybe uh, you could use another, you could, you could do that with somebody else. I don't know. So, uh... <laughs> Yeah, that was Kalisto. That was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. It was at this point that I tweeted, Braun is absolutely breaking that ring tonight. Hmm. I mean, LED boards were gone. The the ring posts were gone. Backstage, Big Show runs into Braun, and, of course, Braun sells it like a million bucks, goes into the thing, but doesn't sell it like it hurts, just sold it like, well, son of a bitch. Yeah. What was that? You surprised me. I didn't see you coming. Yeah. Yeah, no, this was great. Uh, Bra- Big Show and Braun should absolutely be the two giants who are facing off against each other just because there's nobody bigger for them to fight. Uh, I love that. Um, I like Big Show sticking up for the little guy. A, big, a baby face Big Show, should that should just be his thing that he does. Um, and I, I'm, I'm, I was down for it. I was down for it the first time. I was thinking, I was watching this, this, this whole setup here and then the match later in the night going, as soon as you found out Shaq wasn't down for Mania, this is what you should have booked. You should have done this. Just take both guys out of the Battle Royal, let them, let them go for eight minutes, and, and let, them go, let them go nuts. I mean, you couldn't break the ring, but like, they, could, they, were, they were doing great work together and so much better than having them, each guy be you know, taken, taken out of, the, of, the, of, a, of a match that Mojo Rawley wins. Tazawa's backstage. He's happy to see Apollo Crews on Raw. Then Titus comes back and pitches Crews on the Titus brand. This was very much Abraham Washington like years ago. This was mm-hmm. his gimmick. Yeah. The sports agent type of thing. And honestly, it's probably your best use of Titus O'Neil if you can make that happen. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm fine with that. It's a little, it's a little bit of the well, you're black and he's black, so we've got something for you guys to do oh. together. I mean, it is. I mean, they had, you, you can't tell me they don't have a history of doing this, but... Oh, they do. I just didn't see that here. <laughs> but I anyway, here. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. I, if, if this leads to an Apollo Crews kind of a, you know, full of himself, 
tweener heely type thing, that's great. Anything but I'm happy to be here is better yeah. than what they have. Unless been it makes unless he's like way too happy to be here. Yeah. And it's like yeah. sarcastic <laughs> level. I'd be cool with that. Uh, but if Titus ends up becoming his manager, it might be the best use of him unless you're just having Titus take that toss power bomb, which right. I don't think he can do yeah. without dying. Backstage, Jericho is about to put Mike Rome on the list, but then the drifter walks by and he gets put on the list instead. Alicia <laughs> Fox, Dana Brooke, and Emma. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it, Alex. Yeah, I nice. shouldn't have. I probably shouldn't have, no. but I did. Emma showed up and manipulated Alicia Fox, and Alicia Fox is so I, – I, I love her gimmick. Right. I adore yeah. the gimmick. Yeah. You have, uh, you have now where we were talking about how, well, there's only four women on the Raw roster anyway, so I guess they have to be together. Now you have eight, and uh, you have six legitimate top – you know. In, in, this should be the top tier, and uh, that means that right now Emma's the 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 odd woman out. And um, I love Emma. I thought she did a great job here, but I wanted to see her somewhere in that main event picture, uh, at least main event of the women's division. Um, and I was upset that I didn't. Um, but yeah, I, I I I loved it here. I just wish there was something more they could do with her. Uh, it seemed like they they had something they could have done with her, and then they brought over Alexa and Mickey, and they kind of knocked her down the uh the ladder and that kind of sucks uh i don't i do want to go back very quickly to the jericho and mike rome thing because uh, i think this is the second time that uh jericho has wabbit seasoned the person who was interviewing him with who tom and mike are that was excellent uh and yeah um if the drifter for like two months just walks behind shots in the back and then finally has a match. He'll he'll be so over either way. It's going to be great. They got to keep this guy on the slow burn. Yeah, just wait it out. Yeah, wait it out. Why not? Also later on, uh, Slater and Rhino backstage, and I'm, this is I miss these guys. <laughs> that was too. a thing from hey on that three hour show. You give me like a four or five minute uh, Rhino Slater like trailer segment. I, I love is, it. This is what I love. They come out and uh, this is um, and and Rhino's got the cheese whiz on the crackers, which which is a legitimate inside callback joke because you have to be a diehard SD Live fan to to really know what the hell this is. I don't think he's done that bit since November because they haven't been on TV in forever. Like they lost the titles at TLC. That's it. They're they're They haven't been on TV. So he used to do that bit back in the fall. And I saw it, and I was like, I immediately get, ah, oh, that's for me. That is, that is for me, the SD Life fan who watches everything. That is a joke for me and people like me. I, I loved it. Um, it's one of those things where they, they took out Golden Truth, and, um, and I was like, oh, well, uh, Anderson and Gallows, who are you going to face? Um, because surely it'll be a fresh matchup, not one we've seen dozens of times already. Oh, no, it's going to be Enzo and Cass. Like this was the place where you could have you could have had Slater and Rhino debut in this spot to a huge pop. Have them lose the match anyway. I don't care. But that would have been a really great time to have Slater and Rhino come out for the first time on Raw in that spot against um, against Gallows and Anderson. Yeah, we'll talk about that, of course. But 
Uh, and they could have won that match. There's no reason they couldn't. Sure, it's not sure. like the club is right is doing anything uh, especially outstanding. Rhino is particularly impressive because every year since 1999, whether it be ECW, WWE, TNA, Ring of Honor, even a couple shots in New Japan, he has found his way onto like one of the big promotions, one of the big three promotions that are around every single year. And if he manages to get to 2000 or next year, it'll be like 20 years straight. And I, I feel like he had a couple shots like 95 and 97 in WWE and WCW as an enhancement guy. But yeah, the, the longevity of him is, is something I can really appreciate. Uh, it's, it's pretty damn cool. Uh, Anderson and Gallows come out. And son of a bitch, they made Anderson shoehorn in the United Airlines reference. Yep. I'm so sick of this bullshit. And they didn't even wait until after the Kalisto thing. Like, no. that's the – that's literally what happened on the on the airplane. Right, right. They and you can't do it after – Yeah, no, it's bad. Enzo and Cass got a nice pop as a surprise team. Uh, I love that double team move where Cass, like, launches Enzo into mm-hmm. the corner. It's really cool. Liked Gallo's use of the double wrist lock. Enzo took a nasty-ass-looking spine buster. Uh hit a flying DDT and Anderson did this like perfect interception of Enzo trying to jump for the tag, but him just knocking him down. Uh, Enzo made the tag. I can't remember if he did make the tag, but either way, Cass hits an awesome big boot that sends a bunch uh, both of them tumbling. But then Anderson just kills Enzo into the corner. This match was Way, way, way better than I thought it was going to be. I, I like this match. What did you think, Alex? Uh, I like the match. You know, it's 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 my now is my where I'm starting to figure out what are you going to do with your superstar shakeup. You know, um, we have we have a, a tag division that has just lost the New Day and the Shining Stars for whatever that's worth, and you got in. Uh, you know, you just basically you can say that the Hardys are part of this thing too, since they showed up only a couple of weeks ago. And and um, and Bryce Slater and Rhino, and so what are you going to do now that you have some new bodies on Raw? How are you going to match them up? You're going to do the same thing that you've been doing. Like there's a chance for us to get fresh matchups, which is I think what most of us are all waiting to see. Things we couldn't have seen before, and we're going we 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 see that they're going to show us the same stuff we've been seeing, and that's kind of disappointing. Although the match we got was great, you know. So there's there's I'm torn, you know. I want to see Slater and Rhino match up against guys they never sure. got to wrestle because they were over on SmackDown. So I want to see uh, – if I have to wait three more weeks for that, I'm going to be increasingly triggered. Hey, guys, leave us a thumbs up on the YouTube page if you're watching. Also, subscribe to us on YouTube. Catch all of our latest videos. We got event footage, uh, exclusive interviews. I talked to Mike Kingston, the creator of Headlocked. That's up on the YouTube page. Also subscribe iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM. We got it. We got it on a lot of different formats. You can subscribe to our RSS feed or uh, just via Libsyn as well. Also, we do direct downloads a couple hours after the show ends. So yeah, do that, and you can stay up to date on all the hottest shows. We come at you live after SmackDown every Tuesday. Then Wednesday, that show is just blown up. It's it's getting like as much traffic as our Raw and SmackDown shows do, the, the one with Jimmy Van, we give you a peek behind the curtain of Fightful.com. 
we tackle some more controversial subjects. It's a uh, a much more laid-back show, and I think these are kind of laid-back as is, uh, but you get to hear from a guy who runs a wrestling site and the eccentric millionaire who made it happen, and you're not going to find that anywhere else, my friends. Check that out as well. Ms. TV, Ms. is mad about the perception that Dean Ambrose uh, basically puts out in regards to wrestlers. He calls him a wrestler, makes fun of how he dresses. Now, here's my problem. This Miz is probably going to get a rib for this, and maybe Ambrose will too. He means to say Zubaz pants, mm-hmm. but he says Zumba's pants. Mm-hmm. Now, as a guy who taught kickboxing, we would have a lot of women in the class. Zumba is the competition. Mm-hmm. They, are the, they are the bastards trying to put me out of business. I got no love for Zumba. None. <laughs> Zumba? You do Zumba? That's an SOS. That's a smack on sight. That's how I feel. All right. What's up with the pants? Why do you need all those zippers? What are you carrying while you're doing Zumba? That you need that many pockets. Somebody explain it to me. I know we got thousands of people who watch this show. Thousands. We've had millions of downloads. I need one person to tell me what the pockets are for. One person, let me know, because I'm not Googling it. I am triggered right now. You found it. You finally got it to happen. Shooter, shooter. I want to know what the pockets are for. I don't understand it. Uh, Okay. Well, I mean, I don't have an answer. Look a hell of a lot better than Zumba pants. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I don't have an answer for you on that, what all the pockets are for, but I wonder if you could give me an answer why you would bring over um, two of your top, you know, upper mid-card guys from SmackDown over to Raw just so they can feud with each other like they did a couple of months ago um, over on SmackDown. Like, it, you have... I think it's a placeholder. Uh, I think they well... put the title on Ambrose, then they're going to get it off of him, and he's going to lose it to Miz. Okay. Uh, that's fine. I, I guess that's the thing is that that now I want now I need to know like it's a you have all these other things going on, but to have Miz come over from from SmackDown and the first thing he does is get involved with Dean Ambrose. It just feels like it's. I mean, maybe it's it's done a payback and we move on, but I feel like they're going to keep it going through Extreme Rules, and I just don't need to see that anymore. I saw enough of it over at SmackDown. There's all these fresh matchups you can do. Do that. Do something else. That's all I need. Well, I think I think they want to get the title on the Miz. I could be wrong. It's not like anything I've heard. I'd like to clarify that. I haven't heard that. It's just my prediction. But um, and that would put a lot of stock in the Miz because he would be pretty much the top active champion on that brand at that point because Brock Lesnar isn't isn't around. Right. right. I thought all three here save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Got pretty decent promos. Uh, that's probably the most 
real. I've seen Dean Ambrose outside of the Cena promos in a long time, and he means it. He really did wrestle in front of 20 people. I, sure. I mean, right up the damn road from my house, 20 people in, right. in, a, in a gym. Right. He the, did it. The thing about Dean Ambrose is that he is not a wrestler right now. He's a comedy act. He he's a wrestler. If wrestling is ninety percent prop comedy and ten percent wacky clotheslines, that's you know that's that's what he's doing now. And I I I I would love it if the guy who talked during this promo, if his in ring work backed that up, or if he wouldn't just do this one week and then for the next three weeks do a bunch of remote control based humor. Like I I sure. I, I want this guy to be something more. Um, and, you know, somebody was saying, like, I used to love that Rocky Clothesline when he started doing it. Yeah. That's the thing about Ian Ambrose. Like, all of his stuff was awesome when he started doing it, and that's the problem. It's no longer awesome. He needs to vary it up more, do something, or I don't know. But um, I, I'm, I'm anticipating something new whenever he starts wrestling with against somebody who he wasn't kind of stagnant against over on SmackDown, which is why I kind of wanted this, this a new, fresh uh, feud for both guys. Ambrose eventually tries to attack the Miz by throwing his jacket at him. He empties out his pockets before just to throw his jacket, which which is prop you know comedy. What? That's all it is. It's just it's extending the bit. If if I if I take a time to take stuff out of my pockets, then we the audience know, oh, he's going to do something with his jacket before the Miz knows because the Miz is being the arrogant preening heel. It's it's obvious textbook like lazy writing to get to this joke where you could just have him attack him. Wow. I mean, you and Anna and Jeff have done some acting. Not everybody's done some acting. Not everybody knows that. When true. I look at it, I'm just saying, well, it's not big enough for his pockets. He probably needs some goddamn Zumba pants. <laughs> That's what's up. The bro needs to get a Zumba pants. Now, if he wears Zubas next week, mm-hmm. is that a step up from his worked jeans? Because those are not shoot jeans. Yeah. There's no way there's shoot jeans. No. Although it would make a lot of sense if he were wearing actual jeans and did suicide dives that slow. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. His gentle diving push. Yeah. TJ Perkins defeated Jack Gallagher. We get Neville and Aries dicking around to start things off. Uh, this is the type of match I want to see from the cruiserweights. It's different from everything else on the show. It plays to their strengths. Mm-hmm. Outside of the, the headstand thing, there's not a lot of stuff that insults me, uh, except for that the Mary Poppins senton, because any time... Michael Cole is like, oh, this is fun. I'm like, not anymore. It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it, it's the he's the guy. He's your the dad who, as soon as the dad thinks this thing is cool, it's no longer cool. That's who Michael Cole is. He is he is the arbiter of what is not cool. Um, you did you, just, did you ahead, see sorry. their match uh, on 205 Live last week? I didn't. I'm going to go back and watch it now, though. After it I is, saw this one, it it was tremendous. It's easily well, one of the top three matches of the cruiserweight division so far. Uh, and I, I I love smarmy heel TJ Perkins. I think he's got. He a looks edge motivated. He yeah. looks motivated. He really does. Uh, these two guys work really really well together. Uh, I only wish there was something that guys could fight for beyond the title of the cruiserweight division. Uh, like always have the number one contendership being contended. You know, being fought for so that you had guys. WCW cruiserweight tag team championships. Sure, sure. 
you know, or or have it be the 205 Live Championships, which are only contended on that show. Something that you can have these guys do where it's not like, hey, I'm I'm Neville's buddy, and I'm going to fight you, and then you're going to be uh, Austin Aries' buddy, and then we're going to have a tag team match later. You know, it's it's not – there's yeah. nothing real for them to, to glom onto in the mid-card of the Cruiserweight division. You could have Kidman and Mysterio show up and drop those tag titles. That'd be fun. It's only been – it's only been 16 years. Yeah, uh, there was a lot, of, a lot of good in this match. The Gallagher dive to the outside wasn't. That was scary. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, somebody's got to catch Perkins. They've got to catch him. And also, I liked how Gallagher did the dab. I think that all that just works out really, really, really well. And this was good. This was just good, good stuff here. TJP takes advantage of Neville and Aries fighting to get the win. I enjoyed the hell out of this. This is the cruiserweight division that we need to see. It's it's different. It's entertaining. The crowd like wasn't that into it at first. Then as it went on, they were like, oh, damn, that's cool. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Uh, Gallagher almost killed TJP on that senton, though, to the yes. outside. Yep, straight straight into the throat with his crotch. It was a bad bad angle. Bad angle. Number one contender match, Alexa Bliss defeated Sasha Banks, Mickey James, Nia Jax. Alexa got a great reaction in Columbus. Now this is this is kind of cool because I remember it was in 2015. She didn't get she got like a smattering mm-hmm. in her hometown at the Arnold Classic. That was it. She was babyface. The next year, she comes out as a heel. It's a great ovation. And you could see her fighting back, like, the smiles and stuff because she was so happy. You could you could tell that she kind of remembered that, and it's something I talked to her about when I interviewed her later. It meant a lot to gain that. And then she comes to Raw and gets a great reaction. Uh, my initial thoughts are, please don't kill anybody in this match, Naya. She she didn't to her credit. She yeah, that's true. And she had three people she could have killed. Yep. A lot more odds she there. Could have. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Mickey Sasha matches are gonna be fun. Uh Sasha gets her foot caught on the rope on a dive, but it worked out really damn well because it turned out to be a beautiful move. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how that works. Happy accidents, that's what we call those. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? Had that been anybody but Nye on the outside, right. shit may have went down a little bit differently. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Because uh, Nia definitely, hey, I'll give her credit there. She helped save right. Sasha Banks there where she didn't help save Charlotte last week. Right. Um, I just had <laughs> to have a line, though. And it just said in my notes, Nia Jax is so bad. How bad is she? She's not good. <laughs> not good. Let me ask you this. If her cousin is, say, oh, I don't know. D'Lo Brown? Freddie Joe Floyd. <laughs> do you think she's on the roster right now? Yeah, I do. I mean, I know I think I she's in I think she's in NXT. I think she's still getting the yeah. Oh, there. without a doubt, she's right? In the right. Next yeah, team. yeah. I mean, as as far as there's there's too much potential there for a Braun Strowman esque female to really change how you can book matches in the division. It's a, it's she can be an attraction 
if they do something right with her in storytelling wise. Yeah, she's now, not as athletic. She's not nearly as no, athletic. No, 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 Okay, well then let's say let's say Big Show when Big Show was five hundred pounds. You know what I mean? Like that. Mm-hmm. That I mean, not saying she's that big, but in comparison to, to Alexa Bliss, she looks like a damn you know skyscraper. So you have there's there's a lot of that's why I'm going to keep defending their use of her because I I have faith she's going to figure it out. She's got to learn on the job as opposed to always going into the per- performance center. Um, and you know she, I don't know how long she was. She wasn't like she was doing this on the indies for 15 years. Like she's still relatively new at this. Of course, that that's the problem. She should right. not be right. Where Ab- she is. Absolutely. The thing about it is that that Braun is ridiculously new at this, and he's just a savant. Like the fact that yeah. he's come so far so fast. That's not something we can expect from other people. But well, he's an athlete too, and yeah. that. But there are things that they did in this match that prove why it's worth keeping her around at least because she did some great. Like the street, like I'm gonna put you on top of you, on top of you. That's I, I don't great. know, man. She, she had trouble picking up Mickey James, who was half her size. Now, Mickey James, uh, a beautiful armbar transition. But the problem is, I don't know if a lot of the WWE fans have been educated on armbar transitions necessarily. Right. So, it, I don't know what kind of reaction it got. Later on, like there was this Sasha, I think it was Sasha and Alexa. Right, I, can't, I think maybe it was Mickey and Alex. Either way, it was it was a combination that didn't involve Nia Jax, mm-hmm. and it was the bump and feed thing. And I, I was talking to Disco about it, Disco Inferno about it on Twitter, and he's like, "Well, you're supposed to bump and feed." I'm like it's it's really the same thing. You look like a dumbass when you bump, get up and run, bump, get up and run, bump, get up and run, bump and feed or bump and run. You're gonna look like a dumbass. Right. It does not work like that anymore. Right. This does not work anymore. Yeah. And if you bump three straight times, get up and run around, you're you're minimizing it. Yeah. I thought that this I, – honestly, I thought the match was garbage. I didn't like it. But uh, Sasha and Alexa's face-off got an outstanding reaction. Right. That was pretty damn cool. It's going to be fun. Alexa Bliss gets the win in her hometown. She steals one from Nia Jax. So you set up several yeah. different things. Yeah. You see the reaction that you get from Alexa, Sasha. You have – Alexa pin Mickey. She's going to face Bailey, but then you got to piss off Nia Jax in the ring. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I won't say, I don't, I won't say I thought it was garbage, but it wasn't great, <laughs> but I, I did love all of the storytelling within the match. I love multi-person matches, you know, for fatal four ways, triple threats, because you could get to figure out the psychology of, of how, this person doing a move to this person transitions to that person doing a move to the first person. That kind of stuff, I love when matches are laid out that way. Um, and each of them had their own character they were playing. You know, like, I, I love Alexa Bliss getting up on the top rope to do a, to do a crossbody to Nia Jax, then immediately thinking, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm going down. Yeah. That's great. That's a great move. Um, you have Mickey James, the veteran, who's not scared of Nia Jax in the least. I like that. Uh, Sasha Banks just basically feeling like I'm the boss. I deserve this, which is a cool thing. Like she thinks that it's kind of preordained. I should win this anyway. Um, you know, and, and Nia Jax being, you know, the incredible Hulk. So you have all these things you can do. I think this is the first go at this. And I think the right woman won because there's Alexa bliss has so much to do that she can do uh, on the mic 
in the promo work, get, building up this feud with her and Bailey. Um, and, you know, we've seen Bailey Sasha a lot of times, and we're going to see Mickey Bailey at some point. I think this is the right way to go. Somebody brought up a good point. They said those flappy ass pants blocked everybody's visual of the arm bar. That's true. They did. It's very true. Delete those flappy ass pants. Somebody says, remember the time SRS thought he could get Ellsworth on the podcast? He was going to do it. And <laughs> I didn't get back to him. Oh, no. I, yeah, that was, that was a mistake on your boy's part. And since then, I've talked to him. He's a very nice dude, but uh, I dropped the ball there. Uh, It was busy. That's before Alex came on as an associate editor. Uh, It was before David came on as lead MMA writer. So I was doing a lot of everything. I was like doing everything and hosting the MMA shows. Joe was uh, like my co-host. And I was like, you know what? I'll put that one on the back burner. When are we, when are we ever going to see that guy again, really? I mean, <laughs> I did. I did. That's exactly what I thought. I did. Very nice dude, James Ellsworth is. Kurt Hawkins comes out. He says him facing people makes the main eventers see big show. Finn Balor comes out. That's great news, Alex. Yeah, no, that, that is great news. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't know this at the time we did the podcast last week, uh, but uh, Jinder Mahal done effed up. Powers. <laughs> well, we knew he effed him up. We just oh, didn't know he had a concussion. Right, right. But no, but like it's when you when I went back and looked at the gifs of the way he just he took that and just went straight down on his face. You can tell, uh, yeah, that was not good. But I'm so glad that he's okay. At least he's at least okay enough to do kick, kick, sling blade, drop kick, stomp, um, and and beat Kurt Hawkins where Kurt Hawkins gets in zero offense. So. I mean, we, this was the score. We knew what Kurt Hawkins was coming back to the right, baby for. Right, exactly. Um, but I'm glad it's to a, see it's that his dream job. So whatever. Right. I'm. I'm. I'm interested to see what they do if they do anything with Finn Balor heading into payback. If it's just like you know placeholder stuff that he does between now and then, and then he gets into his feud with Bray Wyatt after Bray Wyatt inevitably loses. Um, but you know, yeah. I mean. It's good to see Finn back. I will say that because it sucked how he had to go out, you know, being hot shotted to the very top of of the company, um, and then out with a bad shoulder. So I'm glad to see him back. Fletch lives on our comment board at fightful.com. It says Braun should have used Kalisto as a lawn dart like Nash did to Ray. Yes. Uh, Tap, one of our mods, says the Van Jimmy Van show is my favorite podcast every week. Yeah, I, I'm shocked that I'm not. I don't want to say shocked, but I'm impressed with how quickly that has blown up. Because I didn't know if Jimmy Van could do a podcast or not. I had no mm-hmm. damn clue. Also, he does those flashback Fridays. He's got a lot of old photos. Uh, oh my god! Dolph Ziggler, Luke Harper, Sami Zayn, Eric Rome, Mojo Rawley, Jinder Mahal are in a number one contender match for the WWE title. You didn't see tomorrow. that? You didn't see that yet? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Fletch Liv says that he thinks the Drifter should be on both shows. It would fit his character. Yeah, it would. That would be funny, actually. I'd like that. I'd like that a lot. Um, that would be yeah. great. I love when Corey Graves went off when he was at the London show. Yeah. He's like, how do you drift here? <laughs> you can't do Dude, that. you literally take a rowboat? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's great. Um, I um, 
yeah, that 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 SmackDown match tomorrow has it's a six way match or something, and literally has two people in it who could possibly win it. Uh, Eric Rowan and Jinder Mahal and Mojo Rawley for for crying out loud are in a match for the one contendership of the top title in the company, and you think we uh. think they have a chance to win that? The best thing that happened to Jinder Mahal was the JBL situation because there will be yeah. no physical reprimand yeah. for what he did to Finn Balor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I would I would imagine that they would maybe be like, hey, Ziggler, stretch him a little bit. And, yeah. and Ziggler could, make no mistake, regardless of size. Uh, Ziggler would wrestle circles around him. Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro. Booker T calls this the dream match. I cannot pretend I've ever dreamed of any Jeff Hardy match, but I understand he is a lot of people's cup of tea. Either way, the match was really good heading into the commercial break. Scary landing on a whisper in the wind where Cesaro's leg almost took the weight of the fall. Jeff Hardy wins with a swanton. I thought this was a test, essentially, to see where Jeff Hardy was in the ring, and I think he passed that test. Sure. Yeah. No, there was a thing like, I mean – I could see the dream match thing. There are a lot of people who loved of course. Uh, Jeff Hardy's singles run in like 2008-ish, I think is when that is the height of him in WWE. Um, and even a few years later, his T, his TNA stuff. Um, but now that you brought it to my attention, I watch the Hardy stuff, and I feel like both of these guys are getting around on on bone on bone in their knees and – hips and stuff, and I feel like there's a lot of stuff that, that Cesaro does in the ring routinely uh, that if he did it hard enough and then just in the right spot because turn Jeff Hardy into dust. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like a Swiss death uppercut, like that could just, that could kill a Jeff Hardy. He would just, he would just crumble. Uh, but he held his own. He did a lot of his, his greatest hits. He did a lot of his old, you know, team extreme gestures and maneuvers and taunts. Uh, it was a lot of fun, you know. Uh, I, I am legitimately curious as to what they're going to do with the tag team division coming out of payback because I can't be certain, but I'm pretty sure the only heel team you've got on the roster now that the revival, not just Dash, but like we're like Scott Dawson, you're all, you're out. We're not going to use you at all. Uh, you're gone. Uh, until Dash is back. So there's no heel teams but the club. So is 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 Cesaro and Sheamus turning heel? Um, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, you, you have no – otherwise you're going to be stuck with a lot of this, which is, which is fun as, uh, on occasion, a respect feud between two venerable babyface teams could be fun, but you can't do that again at Extreme Rules and then again in in Battleground. You know, you got to, you know, figure out a way of, of putting over a heel team. It's like, well, we don't know. The thing I like about um, – well, I kind of like it. Like Matt is trying to suppress his oh, I do. I like foundation. Yeah, yes. I kind of yeah. like that like you, until it's clear. Yeah. He can say I I did it for my family. I <laughs> did it for them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like the idea that like he he's 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 there's a lot of conflict within his vessel is how he puts it on Twitter. Um and he's he like at, at one point last last night he changed uh his his description 
hashtag broken to hashtag matitude, and then like seven hours later changed it back. Like he, if this is what he's doing, he's fully committed to the gimmick of I'm not really sure who I am, uh, which is a lot of fun. He's still doing the stuff where he will drop in a brokenism of um, these these tag teams are some of the best we have ever faced before. Like, it, yes. like it's just little things like that that is not fully broken. He's just you know refurbished and and he might need uh you know a repair every now and then uh but i'm looking forward to seeing where they take it out of this uh beyond um payback braun Strowman, big show my first note is this ring is fucking toast (laughs) big show hit a baseball slide then Braun Strowman, like, forced an arm drag. <laughs> he, like, made him. Then he hit a really ugly one when Big Show actually tried to help him with it. Mm-hmm. Like, the kind of arm drag Strowman hit is, like, almost a catch wrestling arm drag. Uh, hopefully, if I can ever get my catch wrestling coach, Jay Grooms, to do pro wrestling for MMA segments, I would love to have him, like, show you all how to do a physical arm drag, like, to a resisting human being, which is right. pretty cool. They do the old suplex setup into a body slam. It's a safer way to hit a body slam. The only thing I didn't really like about this match, you can tell when wrestlers post up and Strowman did this, he put his hand on Big Show's shoulder. They're going to kick out. This was a great slow-paced match, and everybody knew that Strowman wasn't going to lose. We knew it. Right. But we loved the match. Mm -hmm. Alex, is there something they can do to make this the case every everywhere else on the show. Like now, now granted, Jeff Hardy, Cesaro, good. People liked mm-hmm. it. Valor Hawkins, people liked it. The number one contender, people liked it. Perkins Gallagher was really the only match that the crowd wasn't too into. And they eventually got into that one. But I mean, is is it a matter of protecting at least one of the guys? I don't know. I think that that we were we were just I think the people who remembered their first match on Raw, I guess, a couple of months ago. You remembered how how really how ex- unexpectedly great that was. Just two giant yeah. paws smashing into each other, and I wanted to see the sequel to that. You know, so I w- I was definitely down for that. Um, and and yes, uh, again, there's something when you watch as much wrestling as we do, and even as much as I did before I got paid for it, like. Before it was my job, I still watched a lot of wrestling, and I still was able to kind of figure out what the likely outcome was sure. going to be of each match, depending on where they were going with the story. So, yeah, I, you get used to it, and you get just find like finding the moments where where you can you can allow that dis- disbelief to be suspended. Uh, but both dudes were working their asses off in this match. Uh, selling just the right amount for each other, you know, uh, feats of strength. Somebody did bring up something, which is true, and this is this is your pitfall. If you establish that Braun Strowman can lift an ambulance, then he shouldn't have any trouble lifting the Big Show. There's your there's your yeah. problem. Once you've established A, then B cannot be true. That's very true. That's a good point. You know, so so I think that that once you and also once you've established that Braun Strowman is literally the strongest man who's ever lived because no one's ever lifted an ambulance before, then if he punches you, you should die. You know what I mean? Like there's there's a lot of stuff behind that that's 
that's kind of a pitfall. I love the ambulance spot, but now you've got to treat him as being a complete monster. You know, like complete. He shouldn't struggle with anybody. Um, but absent that context, I loved the back and forth in this match. And this is this is the big show, as he said. Listen, I'm I'm a, I'm a giant. I've been a giant my entire life, but I'm in the best shape of my life right now. I'll take anybody on. I'll take you on, Biggin. I don't mind. Let's do this. Like that's great. And Braun Strowman stoked by rage. Yeah. Yes. I, I I'll see this every day and twice on Sunday. This is the match that I wanted to see at some point in, in at Mania. Um, show if what show does nothing else, but um, whenever Braun needs somebody to fight with over the next year until until show's contract is up, if he gives him this kind of match every time that needs to happen, then then he will have put over the next top guy in that super heavyweight division as good as he possibly can. Loved it. They broke the ring. The ref took a psychotic bump to the outside. Um, ow, ow, yeah. Um, this is this makes it a, John a hat Cone, trick. I believe it was. Yeah, John Cone. This makes it a hat trick for Big Show on breaking rings. Uh, uh, Lesnar did it to him. Henry did it to him, and and now uh, and now Braun Strowman. Uh, but it was great both times. They did it before, and it was great tonight. I, I I love it. I'll never get tired of seeing that ring explode poor ref yeah ref. like and you can always see it coming it's always the same move i do wish they could vary that up but i mean you're kind of limited you you don't yeah. have a lot of ways you can break a ring no but um yeah i'm i'm listen i'm i'm all here for um for stroman uh being this guy you know um i love his thing more competition more and more and more um you know he just he just wants to beat people up you know, um, that's, and that's again, all you got it. That's that's what people want to see. Yeah, yeah. The, the world has changed. The world has changed, and I don't know at what point it happened. But people don't want to see the. Yeah, they don't want to sympathize. They right. want to be like, I want to watch that dude kick somebody's ass. Right. Well, this is the. Did you happen to catch the uh, the replay of last week on Raw? And the way they put together that video package made Rain seem so sympathetic. Like, man, I had so much respect for The Undertaker, and I feel really bad about what I had to do to him. But, you know, I, I guess I'm the big dog. Humble me. And then they beat him yeah. up. You know, like, come on, you're, this is not, not going to work. What you're doing is not going to work. Somebody uh, – I, I was fully expecting a injured Reigns run in, if only to distract Strowman long enough to get chokeslammed by a big show and lose the match. Um, but somebody on Twitter said – that they were waiting for the run-in by the ambulance, which which I thought was a great idea, and I I, I extrapolated on that where you you would just you'd hear like like you hear Jim Ross going is that, and then you hear in the back sirens, yeah, like distant yeah. sirens getting closer. My God, that's the ambulance's music, and he'd drive into the ring. Uh, like I, I I don't know why that tickled me so much, but uh, I'm I'm. I'm really intrigued to see how they handle Braun Strowman leading up to his inevitable, as we think, match with, with Brock Lesnar this summer. Uh, because that that match, the Brock-Braun match, has the potential to be, like, really something. I'm interested in this show. I don't know. I mean, 
it's gonna it's gonna shape the direction of WWE for this summer. Yeah, and yeah. I hope that Braun Strowman is a big part of that because people want him. Yes, people like him. Well, he well, he should be the guy. Did didn't his, his ambulance lifting video on on YouTube do like seven million views this week? Something absurd. Like like I mean yes. I, I guess I'd want to see anybody lift a, an ambulance, but the only guy they got out there who can lift an ambulance, believably, is Braun Strowman. Well, Mark Henry this might be able to. Eyeballs, you know? This guy, he draws elbo- uh, eyeballs. He draws elbows. He also draws elbows. If they're from Actually, Jinder Mahal, I mean, Finn Balor draws elbows. We saw that last week. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, exactly. Let me, I'm going to check right before we, we yeah. get off this podcast. Uh, what? How many views it did? I know that it was the top... Uh, viewed item on last week's YouTube rankings for WWE, which, by the way, you all can see every Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, 7.5 million. That Seven is in- and a half okay. million. That is indicative of him. Be- he should be the guy. The guy. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Guys, check us out tomorrow night after SmackDown. We are live with Jeff Hawkins and Anna Bauer. Check out Anna Bauer's Most Ridiculous. Subscribe. Leave us a thumbs up. Also, if you all don't mind, head over to iTunes. Even if you don't use iTunes, leave us a nice five-star review. That stuff really, really helps. And let somebody know. Just say, hey, podcast, it was pretty cool. That's all we need. Till next time, guys, we're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.